Do you wish you had more friends as a homeschool mom? Over my two decades of homeschooling, loneliness was a recurring problem. This is the Homeschool Sanity Show, the episode where I discuss how to combat loneliness as a homeschool mom. I'm Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschool mom and curriculum author. And this is the podcast helping you wave goodbye to worry and say hello to a happy homeschool. Hey, homeschoolers. I'm going to confess that I have sometimes envied moms who have dozens of homeschooling friends through their church, co-op, or activities. Although I had several close friends for the majority of my homeschooling years, they graduated their students, moved, or quit homeschooling, leaving me lonely. I struggled more than once with loneliness in these latter years, but I have learned a lot that I want to share with you if you're in a similar situation. First, I want to say that if you're lonely, it's not you. Today, we can no longer say that most homeschooling moms are full-time homeschooling moms with no outside work responsibilities or a business to run. Having that kind of demand on their time is going to keep these moms from wanting to invest the time in a relationship with you because it just isn't going to be possible if they're going to work and take care of their kids and teach and try to keep their marriage and home together too. It's going to be so, so difficult for them to have time with friends, even though it would be the gold standard of how to spend their time to develop those friendships in the homeschooling community. The next reason I want to say that if you're lonely, it's not you is because of co-ops and activities. When I began homeschooling, there were really only two types of co-ops. The first was a home-based co-op, which is what I had for so many years, where we would just meet in a central location with a few other families to do homeschool activities, field trips, but it was typically one day a week, and the moms never left the location. And the same way with a more formal group, large group co-op where There were moms who taught classes, but even if you weren't teaching a class, you were not allowed to leave the location. You were volunteering and interacting with other moms. So you had so many opportunities to not just meet other homeschooling moms, but to develop deep friendships with them. Today, homeschooling moms are much more likely to drop their kids off at a co-op and leave, and possibly more than one day a week. So there isn't any opportunity for the moms to really get to know one another unless they participate in a less frequent social activity that the co-op arranges for. And then there are so many activities and sports for kids to get involved in many more than there were when I started homeschooling. And some of these activities are actually very good for developing friendships with the other moms. I would say that the more time-consuming, this sounds kind of 
counterintuitive, but the more time consuming the activity is where you have to drive a distance, you have to go out of town, stay out of town, the more likely it is that you will develop a good close friendship with other homeschooling moms as being a part of that activity. However, it is also the case that you're going to be more limited in your ability to make friends with other homeschooling moms because of the proliferation of these activities. These moms, just as I said with work, they are so busy taking their kids to these activities, staying there during practices, games, um, trips, that they're going to have a very hard time finding dedicated time to develop friendships with you. The next reason I say that if you're lonely, it's not you is because of smartphones. <laughs> when I began homeschooling and I took my kids to a gymnastics class, for example, none of the other parents had a smartphone, including me. We did not have a smartphone. And so we would sit on the bleachers watching our kids do their gymnastics class and waiting for them to finish. And we just naturally started to have conversations with one another and we would get to know one another. This is how it was with my older kids. But by the time my younger kids were participating in these classes, it was very uncomfortable for me to feel that I could start a conversation with someone who was looking at their phone. Maybe they were even talking on the phone, um, but it didn't feel comfortable for me to interrupt them to say, hey, you know, which ones are your kids and how long have you been homeschooling and that kind of thing. It definitely decreased that activity. And then finally, and I'm sure I could go on, but finally, the last reason I wanted to say that if you're lonely, it's not you is because of the pandemic. The pandemic had a brutal impact on relationships. It disrupted the social fabric of not just American society, but world culture. And I do see that social culture recovering, but it has taken a toll. And there are still some relationships that are not quite the same because People discovered that they could do a lot of their tasks and activities online and not in person. And I have some of the most amazing friendships that are primarily online friendships, but there is nothing like having an in-person friend right there in your area who you can spend time with, give hugs to, help out by bringing a meal over. Um, just spending the day together doing the kinds of things that you like to do. So if you're lonely, it is not you because so many moms are working. So many moms are doing co-ops and activities where they just drop them off or they're just so busy with their child's activities that they don't have time to develop in friendships. They're looking at their smartphone and they are relying on online relationships more than ever because of the pandemic and that is still ongoing. So 
The second thing I want to share with you about loneliness is that we need to be open to unexpected options. I think I had it in my head that, okay, this is how I made friendships among homeschooling moms to start with. I met them at my kids' homeschool activities. I invited them to do co-op classes in my home. I invited them to go on field trips with us to be part of little plays and other really fun uh, reenactment activities that we would do. Even if they weren't in our co-op, I would invite them to participate. And that is how I met a lot of homeschooling moms. The problem with that is if I think that's the only way for me to meet homeschooling moms. So these are some things some options for you to consider as you think about expanding your friendships amongst homeschooling moms. First of all, consider retired homeschool moms. There are more of them than ever, more of them than ever. And they can feel a little lost because homeschooling has been a huge part not just of their time, but of their identity. And they can have difficulty making friends as well. If they're going to go directly into the workplace, it might be easier for them to meet friends that they work with. Um, They might be able to find some activities that will help them meet other moms, or they might just continue hanging out with other retired homeschool moms. But there are many of them who would love to have a friendship with a homeschooling mom who is continuing to homeschool. And along that line, be open to having friendships with older women who are not homeschooling. I think one of my problems has been that I have thought that I need moms who are my age who are also actively homeschooling. And that is wonderful. I am not saying that you don't need those, but we can have our friendship needs met by older women who have never homeschooled. And we can feel just so blessed by having a friendship with these older women. I have friends who they are widows and you know their their friendships have changed as well and they would love to have some special time just with you and these older women can really encourage us and help us even if they haven't homeschooled their own children and then i don't think you will be surprised that i say the next thing that we can do is develop friendships through new activities. As I have come to the end of my homeschooling years, I've said before that my youngest is now in community college full-time as he waits to start full-time university studies next year. I am really not homeschooling him per se. And so I have time to take on some new activities or spend more time on old activities. 
I am going to be playing in a tennis league that is during the day. <laughs> uh, that was something that I didn't feel was appropriate when I was homeschooling my kids. So I can play tennis during the day and meet some other women who like playing tennis. I have been taking golf lessons and I want to develop friendships with other women who like to play golf at a very beginning level. So think about what kinds of hobbies or activities you could invest in, even as a homeschooling mom, that would help you to make friends. A Bible study, a, a crafting group. Uh, there are so many great crafting groups and they can meet on a schedule, even online, that would work for you as an active homeschooling mom. The third encouragement that I want to give you today about loneliness is to remember that it is not about you. That is so hard for me because when I am lonely, it feels like it's all about me. I do have needs for friends, and so do you. I cannot do what I do whether that's homeschooling or um, being a podcaster or a curriculum author, I can't do those things without having friends to support and encourage me because it's a lot. And you are in the same position no matter what you're doing, working, homeschooling, um, doing church ministry work. You need friends to support you. But what is a beautiful truth for us to remember is that God wants to meet our needs. He wants to meet our needs. He isn't going to deprive us of friendships that he knows that we need. I love the passage about Elijah who was depressed for a number of reasons. And one of God's first provisions for him after food and rest is friendship. God knows that we need other women in our lives to help us do everything that he's called us to do. And he's not going to deprive us of that. And I have been guilty of being afraid that he will deprive me of that. So I, I just want to be a testimony to you that he will meet your needs for friendship. Years ago when I was Really, for the first time, I would say, feeling a need for more homeschooling friends, he led me to get involved in Periscope, or I believe that he did, that he led me to get involved in Periscope and starting the homeschool group on Facebook that's now called the Homeschool Sanity Circle. And you can join it and chat with some other homeschooling moms there still today. But that really met my need for friendship. And I am friends in real life, in person with many of the women that I met through Periscope and our Facebook group. So know that God wants to meet your need for friendship. But there is a but there. And that is, but our purpose is to be a friend to others. God didn't create us to meet needs um, that we have for friendship. That's not that's not his primary goal. He will do that 
so that we can meet his primary goal, which is to be a friend to others. And that is hard for me to remember, as I said before, because I can get very fixated on what my needs are. But there are so many homeschooling moms who feel lonely, just like you do. And they're waiting for someone to reach out to them. And not just to say, hi, how are you? But to say, hey, you know, I I go for a walk every morning. Would you be interested in doing that, um, you know, sometime? Because I, I really enjoy that. It's a great way to get exercise. It's a great way to chat. And, you know, we can do some some prayer time. And, you know, some moms will say no because they're just too stretched. But others will be praising God that you reached out and asked her to spend some time with her and to be a part maybe of a group that you have already started. So that is the last um, thing I wanted to say about the loneliness not really being about us is that God may be using your loneliness and my loneliness to get us out of our comfort zone. I honestly can get to a place of contentment with friendships very easily. Well, I've got my good friends, so that's good. (laughs) I don't want to stop to talk to this person. I don't want to take more time. I don't really have time for all these other relationships. But God knows that there is someone in your circle, someone that you have contact with who needs you. And so he may use this experience of loneliness on your part to get you moving and reaching out to more people. Okay, so our action steps for this episode, this is what we can do to cope with loneliness and to overcome it. First, we can start a group or a Bible study. That is the very first thing I did when I was lonely as a stay-at-home mom, and it it was so powerful for me to just have this group of moms. These were moms who had babies at the time and they were all stay-at-home moms. That was more unusual at that time. I mean, it's unusual compared to today's time, but I asked them if they wanted to join me for a mom's Bible study. And every single one of them said yes. You don't know how many women might just be waiting for an opportunity like that. Next, I've suggested you could take a class, learn how to paint, take a cooking class, take an archery class, take golf lessons like I have, and you will meet other women who have a similar interest that you can spend time with them around that interest. Next, if you're waiting for your kids in an activity and you're surrounded by women you don't know or don't know very well, and they're staring at a smartphone, just ask them a question. And the thing that we can ask them that is the best way to get people connected to us is just to ask them questions about themselves. So what if they're staring at a smartphone? 
they're not in an important meeting. And if they are, if they're doing something really critical, they'll just say, oh, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll get back to you in just a minute. So ask them about themselves. How long have they been homeschooling? Which kids are theirs? Um, what kind of approach to homeschooling do they use? What other activities are they in? Where do you live specifically? I mean, there are so many questions that we can ask and uh, we will make new connections with people. Next, ask someone to come over to your house or if that is just too uncomfortable for you, ask them if they would like to go out for a coffee. I don't drink coffee, but I would still ask someone to go out for coffee and I will get something else to drink that would be enjoyable. And it's just, it is so nice to spend time just getting to know someone else a little bit better. And I think most people, unless, again, unless they're just stretched to the limits, are going to say yes. Next, have a party. My husband and I recently had a party with tennis friends that we really had gotten disconnected from during the pandemic, and everyone enjoyed it so much. It was wonderful. We really were able to kind of reignite our friendship with these people, and I was thinking how important that can be if you want to build friendships with people. And I did have people I had never met before come to the party. And some of those women I felt like I have a connection to. So have a party of whatever size you feel comfortable with. Next, meet up with an online friend. If you are friends with someone online and you've never met in person, or even if you have, schedule a time to actually meet up. I just did that with my online friend, Gina Mayo. I've met Gina in person multiple times, but our friendship really began online. And it was wonderful just to spend some time with her. And Gina Mayo, if you don't know, I've had her on the podcast before. She is the woman teacher behind music in our homeschool. Finally, I would suggest that you read or listen to the audio version of Find Your People by Jenny Allen. It's honestly a difficult uh, book for people like me because she talks about, you know, really putting yourself out there, even if you've had bad experiences with friendship, even if you don't like to be vulnerable and share what's going on with you personally, you know, maybe you maybe you are struggling in your homeschool. Maybe you're struggling in your marriage or with a child, but that's even more of a reason to put yourself out there and build those relationships. So I suggest that you would pick up a copy of that and really, really ask God to show you how you can take action to find your people. My prayer is that you will overcome loneliness to find joy in relationships again, and that you will join me in that process that I'm also going through. You can find the show notes for this episode at homeschoolsanity.com slash loneliness.
Have a happy homeschool week. Thank you for joining me on the journey to homeschool sanity. I would love to continue the conversation. You can find me on social media at homeschool sanity. And if you haven't heard it lately, let me remind you, you're doing a great job. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.